0: Big My father saved his village At the cost of his own life
1: You had him shot As you ran away
0: A hero At a thousand paces
2: I'm sorry I don't remember any of it
0: You don't remember?
2: For
1: you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday.
2: Hey everybody, I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. And this is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where
3: we watch maligned movies and we find their silver lining. And we are continuing our way through video game month. And we watched one of the most notorious video game movie adaptations, Street Fighter, the movie, starring the one and only Jean-Claude Van Damme. And we have a special guest to help us talk through it this week uh, from potato salad marmalade the one and only sean m smith hello sean hello i was hoping you're going to say carter
2: (laughs) i was also i am disappointed that our our listeners couldn't see your i would i want to say like ultimate warrior style like you were definitely like pumping yourself up well yeah
1: it's uh (laughs) it's very difficult for me to sit in this dark sexy cave uh (laughs) alone and look at the two of you in, in lit rooms yeah. is that why you have the face paint on? Yes, also because okay. <laughs> it's, it's Monday.
2: But yeah, you were <laughs> you were full on in gorilla position, like you were <laughs> you were ready for the music to hit.
3: <laughs>
1: Man, I gotta I gotta be honest. It's it's JCVD. That's what it does it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he is the ultimate warrior. <laughs> he's a universal soldier.
3: He he's a sudden death. Uh, (laughs) Oh, he's a blood sport
1: (laughs) he makes kickboxer
2: (laughs) yeah he I mean that was I mean maybe that's a place to start with this movie is everything I was reading about this was that Capcom that was like their first directive was like get Jean-Claude Van Damme for this movie and they paid 8 million dollars of their 35 million dollar budget for Jean-Claude
3: Van Damme and I think six million of that eight went to cocaine for Jean-Claude Van Damme.
2: I mean, yeah, that, he, by his own admission, I think he said it was a $10,000
1: a day cocaine habit. That's a lot of coke. Yeah. No, not for him. I mean, you saw, you, if you watch Bloodsport, you could see how much that man sweats from just below his eyes. <laughs> but you know it's possible to do a lot of cocaine and still exist. Yeah. He, he does it.
2: He's there's, a hero to Benny. There's something fascinating about the fact that uh, he was doing $10,000 worth of cocaine a day. And then also they think he's dead twice in this movie. Like, I feel like those facts are related <laughs> somehow.
3: <laughs> they just had the camera running like, OK, oh, he's dead. <laughs>
1: they just just in case poke, they poke, poke. they wrote it in. Yeah. They wrote it in just in case that would maybe he is this time.
3: Yeah. It was he built co- in at any point if he
2: couldn't finish the movie. <laughs>
1: <He's>, if <laughs> it said it indeed popped like a zit, then they yeah. yeah. He needed a nap. He's like, I need a nap. And you're like, okay, well, this might be the one. Work that other version of the script. We'll go with that. He's dead. Get the tarp.
2: It did seem like that. It seemed legit like he was taking a nap and Chung Lee just happened to find the room (laughs) that he was sleeping it off in and and pulled everything off of him. And he was like, all right, I guess I'm in the movie again.
3: Uh, Fine. I'll I'll do the thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Which that was everything I read said he uh often didn't show up to set uh was often late to set had no problem putting everybody behind schedule like the i think they said by day 10 they were 6 days behind schedule
3: that's pretty good
1: yeah pretty pretty good you can tell i mean he he put the editors behind <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: yeah and it's well, then it was interesting cuz then at some point it, it they said that to try to make it up they started doing you know a first unit director and a second unit director and uh they were having the second unit do all the action scenes and without talking to the director and apparently the fight choreographer was like they don't need to do their signature street fighter moves <laughs> like it's fine <laughs> so like everything they were filming was not in the right fighting style and
3: yeah 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 that <laughs> And then Capcom's like, they do need to do their Street Fighter moves. (laughs) Which, I mean, maybe that's a a
2: note too that we should talk about at the top, which is this movie came out in 1994, which a a movie we did er to start the month, Super Mario Brothers, also came out in 1994. This was at the end of the year. And when we talked about that movie, we talked about how it seemed like Nintendo wrote a check And then forgot they were making a Super Mario Brothers movie until it was finished. I don't think they ever visited the set or cared. Capcom seemed to really care and was very (laughs) hands-on with this.
3: But the weird thing is that, like, it's still not very accurate to the game.
1: At all. They did the WWE thing and gave everyone jobs. Everyone had a job that had nothing to do with what they did in the game.
2: But it, and I still think you run into that problem as we talked about in Super Mario Brothers which is that what what else are they going to do though? <laughs> like I mean these are this is a game where it's a side scrolling like two people fight button masher game.
1: <laughs> they have
2: backstories I-
1: but they don't have a plot. There's a lot of cocaine and peyote, and I am sure that if you gave it to the right college student, they could write something that would fit in a box and work for an hour and 30 minutes better than what you made me watch.
2: Well, <laughs> I, I think that's what's fascinating, though, too, is written and directed by Stephen E. D'Souza, who wrote Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard, one yep. of the greatest action movies of all time with that's a. True. Pretty, I mean, ridiculous, but still, I would say pretty unimpeachable screenplay.
3: Like To be fair, nothing like the video game it's based on. That's no. true. Yeah, completely different. Because it was based on Bubble Bobble, just going through different levels, clearing things out, right?
2: Yeah, a lot of people didn't know that that <laughs> the, the, the subtext of Bubble Bobble was
3: that that character's marriage was falling apart. <laughs> is... And there were terrorists in
2: terrorists. the form of,
3: <laughs> of little monsters that he had to blow bubbles around. Mm-hmm. And the bubbles were Argyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just think it's weird that like they're so adamant about certain aspects, like for the characters to like look relatively like their their video game counterparts.
2: Well, right. It but seems then, like, like the yeah, it seems like what they were concerned with was people at a glance, maybe hopefully on mute, recognizing who these people were playing. That seemed for sure that their costumes yeah. were accurate that they're they were... There,
1: were there were things that were odd um my son uh having watched it the first time was asking me who people were and then i was pulling it up on my phone when we paused and he like, that doesn't that doesn't look like him like that's zangief <laughs> that's not zangief that's just some random guy with a bad haircut <laughs> and i was like you know who, he's like you know who it looks like and he looked up road warrior animal <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's road warrior animal and i was like and it's duke the dumpster Drosy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> see, I would even I would go. I would say that Zangief was one of the closer ones in the movie. Yeah, after he got his sh- sh- shirt ripped off. Yeah, at the very end, played by who I'm surprised is making his first appearance on the pod, Andrew Briniarski, who was a big tough guy in a lot of terrible movies. So we'll probably see him again. I am also did a really bad Christopher Walken impression in Batman and. In Batman Returns, because he plays Chris Max Shrek's son. Oh, right, right, oh, wow. yeah. And it's like he just is doing a bad walk-in, and it's awesome. I don't know.
2: I don't know if the world's ready to admit that uh, Batman Returns is not <laughs> as like good. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people our age that remember that movie as being great. I don't. I think they would scoff at us admitting that it's maligned. Like, yeah, that's probably true. Also, Michelle Pfeiffer. There, I did it. I yeah, did the silver it. lining.
1: Done.
3: Yeah. Paul Rubens.
1: Pa- uh, what about Paul Rubens? Don't you dare. Silver lining of Batman. He's Return. amazing. Okay, it's, good. It. Yeah, we're
3: saying he's the
2: best part. <laughs>
1: My ears popped. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Oh, I will never mind. Paul, I, Paul okay. Rubens is he's the best part of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, too. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> and I saw that in theaters and, you know, I got terrible taste in movies when I was in high school. I also <laughs> saw the Goofy movie on a first date. I swear I'm a horrible person. <laughs> was there a second date? I think that's the question. Yeah, we dated for a year. Oh. Mm. Wow. Well yeah. then. Um, back to Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> we would have gone to see Street Fighter because it was during the same time frame. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Um.
3: But yeah, like it made Ken and Ryu into arms dealers, kind of, but kind of good guys. And Sagat was played by elderly Native American actor Wes Studi instead of peak physical fitness Thai kickboxer from the video game.
1: I don't know, I think that, weird choices. That was a solid casting choice. I, I've got to be honest with you. I think that that was a better piece. <laughs> I I think that when I think intimidation, I don't think big muscles I think guy that I know that I could punch and knock out instantly. I mean, I love Wes Studi. I think he's a great actor, but. Oh, no, I like him as a person. I'm just saying is I, yeah,
3: no, I think because I would all hit.
1: agree that that Sean could take Wes Studi in a fight. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna, like I said yeah. before, I, I've got a move set. I've got the double leg and the two piece in a biscuit on the way down.
2: Well, and also now. Is. Now for sure I think you could take yeah, definitely a fight like now. today
1: in 2021. <laughs> I think you got this. You <laughs> got a real good shot. He's going to he'll cinch the guillotine and put me out. <laughs> there also He's was a fair amount yoga.
2: There yeah. was a fair amount of uh having to invent either first names or last names for characters too, like characters that didn't have full names
1: in the video game. Yeah, now he, had full names. <laughs> like Victor Sagat and what was E Honda? What was his first name?
3: Admin, but that is actually from the game. Okay. That's one of the ones. And like Zangief Jenkins. I thought that was a weird. Yeah. Kind of I like phoned it. that one in. Felt
1: like... Jenkins. It was uh, like this Zangief. Uh, let's look down this list. <laughs> hey, Carter. Carter, can you pick this one? Yeah, just uh, throw a dart. Uh, thank you. Jenkins. It uh, could this. have been Zangief Molotov, but we got to go with what the dart said. <laughs> the seven-year-old picked it. I I do everything he says. <laughs> that's why we have a podcast. Yeah, yeah this movie's not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know my favorite bad part. <laughs> it's the um, so in order to honor the only real like tattoo piece that's visible for Guile, his American flag on his right arm. Uh, they put it on <laughs> Van Damme's arm, but at no point does it look like a tattoo that's been on his arm for any amount of time. It
2: doesn't look like a tattoo. It looks like like they got some puffy paint out and just like <laughs> painted an American flag. Like It does not in any way look like that is on his skin. But it's yeah, not no. accurate.
1: It's not, the, not, it's not the right number of stars and stripes. I actually paused it. <laughs> <This> <laughs> last time to count i was like i think that's 11 <laughs> it's 11 and it's, it looks like a puerto rican flag um but yeah it made me laugh uh the other thing that i really liked that involved that flag was um not light the terrible thing um is the uh when they're doing the the head-to-head television co- combatant piece early on him and, and they cutting wrestling promos on each yeah, other and he does the flex oh yeah with a, and he does the arm thing at the screen for no reason. Yeah. Like, and you're like, why is he doing that? It's not like M Bison can see that and care. <laughs> and like, and even if he can see that, like he's in a bunker somewhere. Like, what are we what is this posturing they're doing? <laughs> like there's a lot of odd logic things that happen when they're doing physicality that were really just an excuse for JCBD to do JCVD things. I'm surprised he didn't work the split in. Like the fact that it's not in there is weird to me. That is a little weird now that you mention it. Yeah, that
3: there was no JCVD split. And it would have, no one would have complained. No, I mean, would have taken it. Like, why Why not? You I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> got $8 million for this movie. Do some splits.
3: like I mean, Yeah, <laughs> earn it. Apparently it's $8 million and $1 <laughs> is the threshold to get him to do splits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I... Th- this movie, yeah, like the plot, there isn't... Like, there is a plot, but it is the most, like, there is no, even though there is literally a ticking clock, like at the beginning they get 72 hours, this movie at no point seems to have any urgency for anything to happen.
3: No, lock-
1: not even a little bit.
3: But,
1: he yeah, locks- they, go ahead, Andy. Sorry.
3: I was going to say that just that M. Bison is going to, I don't know, destroy something. I think he was going to blow stuff hours? up in
2: 72 hours or something. I don't... Yeah, he was... I, I know there was a clock for 72 hours. I remember that. <laughs> that was during the promo part that you guys were talking. But yeah. The, but it's never even mentioned again, I don't think. Like, whatever that clock is, we never check in on it. And it's no, like... And and again, and then they just make the weird choice where... Because I, I literally had this where I paused it and I saw that I was 25 minutes in and I was like, it's only been 25 minutes. And I was like, I feel like so much has happened and yet nothing has happened in 25 minutes. And then that was, I think, about when the first Jean-Claude Van Damme is dead moment happened. Was
3: that when he faked his death to let Ken and Ryu escape?
2: I guess, yeah, it was the first one where we, he's, okay. he's dead for a while. And then uh, until Chung li
1: finds him and then he's alive again the most unrealistic shooting fake shooting ever because a person with live rounds in a pistol in a moving vehicle coming directly at someone standing in a street and he has to shoot him in an area like this big <laughs> and, and hope he can hit the pop, the blister packs. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. That's totally believable. God bless you.
2: <laughs> I also, I mean, I think too, like if we're just at the part where we're trying to figure out like maligning this movie, the the action scenes just aren't very good. Like, I think for a movie that's called Street Fighter, that ultimately is going to work or not work based on... Because, again, there is no plot. I think that's okay. It, but when people fight, when two recognizable characters battle, it should be good.
1: And it yeah, wasn't. The, this is the franchise that is built on, like, having a recognizable set and mm-hmm. two characters going head to head. And yeah. if we can't find a way to do that in, in, in the course of this, you know, they don't even try it until the climax. Right. You know, where they have Honda and Zangief going at it and they have Ken and Ryu going at Sagat and that, uh, what's his name, DJ? Vega. Vega. Um, not DJ, that guy's worthless. Um, <laughs> in both the game and the movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just the, the action does not have value. Uh, and there's no fighting in the streets at all. Literally, even when like. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's literally isn't a street fight in, in the street Not fighter.
1: Not one. There's, there's a lot of bunker fighting. Yeah. Bunker fighting and street support. Mm-hmm. Like the AN, the fake UN shows up as support and they come through the streets into the bunker and that's it. There's no yeah. fighting.
2: Well, yeah, and, and to your point, too, because, again, they so there was that recent Mortal Kombat movie that, that I did actually enjoy, the one that came out this yes. past year, where it's like, yeah, you all throughout the movie are a series of, of smaller fights leading up to the big fight. Yeah, this movie, for some reason, overlaps three fights that could have just been dragged out earlier in the movie and short changes all of them and none of them are memorable, except maybe Raul Julia flying around shooting lightning from his hands. Because I did enjoy that. Yeah, same.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and another great thing is the weird circus. <laughs> yeah, like, why yes. does that happen? Like, why do we need a carnival? In so, Shadowloo?
3: <laughs> yeah, to, to suss this out, you have freedom fighters disguised as a news crew played by a former boxer, a former sumo wrestler, and Chun-Li. And then they're now posing as a magic act. <laughs> To get no closer to Sagat, Bison, Vega, or anybody. Yeah, nothing was
2: accomplished by that, right? Like it didn't. There wasn't something they were trying to have done, or something that you like. Yeah, you needed a some kind of MacGuffin to be like, we got to steal a set of keys or something <laughs> during that yeah. scene. You know, they while they gathered doing... no intel. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, they they just basically antagonized them to say they were going to blow up their weapons, and that still didn't happen. So it was yep. like. All right, I need to blow five pages because Jean-Claude is high as hell. Uh, What can we write? Guys, you're all on set. All right, uh, (laughs) Chun-Li is going to be in a magic act. All right. (laughs) Uh, We got some taffeta.
2: Yeah, you do have to wonder if there was some Blade Trinity uh, type of filming going on in this, because I know in that, like that Wesley Snipes often didn't show up to set. So that's why Ryan Reynolds part got bigger. So, yeah, maybe a fair amount of this is just who's here today and what can we film
3: with And never once did I think, let's have a street fight.
1: Yeah, never once. Never once did like uh, Balrog slip out the back to go to the bathroom or something, and Sagat stepped out, and it was like, oh, like the it's guy on. in the scene from Jason versus Manhattan. Right then, that's your scene. And by the way, what is with Balrog's hairline? <laughs> his hairline, the widow's peak, goes to just above his eyebrows.
2: It was a very deep triangle that he had.
3: <laughs> he had a deep
1: V. Yeah. Yeah, and not remotely Balrog's hairline from the video game. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and also wasn't the flat top either right
2: but yeah and that's the kind of stuff too like of what capcom cared about and not because all of those those things not enough street fights he didn't look right but there was a barrel that said capcom in the 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 magic scene yeah for some reason
1: we like easter eggs do that yeah that's the day they set the like the intern they're like all right intern you go look for the capcom barrel take a photo for us (laughs) chun li famous for her blue outfit let's put her in red in red Cause well, get it because she's Asian.
2: Yeah. Well, there was a lot of like the change because they they did that like the military uniforms were blue instead of green. Like there was a fair amount of color swapping. Which on. yeah,
3: granted is also a staple of the Street Fighter series.
2: But... I guess yeah, maybe they were trying to make them recognizable, but also they were very optimistic that we were going to get like these new color swapped versions of the characters. We were gonna get a new video game with JCVD in it. Didn't they? Ma- I think
3: they there made. There is a Street Fighter the movie, the video game. That,
2: yeah, I thought that that they actually did make one where they had their. Hold like, on, I'm misses. gonna
1: get on eBay real quick and get my copy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, which I've never seen or played. But
1: I heard well, if I you Luke. use
3: Jean
2: Claude Van Damme, you just lose because he doesn't show up and then, <laughs> <laughs> he never comes out. It's disqualified.
1: It's just Zangy <laughs> wins. Yeah, like. <laughs> lose, yeah. lose by Coke.
2: <laughs> Perfect. It's just instead of like the punching the car and destroying, it, you have to punch Jean Claude Van Damme's trailer until you destroy it enough for him to come out.
3: And you then have to punch starts- his chest until his heart gets going again, <laughs> and he does that
1: dance <laughs> when you get him back.
3: <laughs> oh man,
1: yeah. This is like it's just a dumb bad movie. It. it <laughs> i think i think it i think it suffers from being dumb uh the thing is it it tries to be a movie real hard it's um it's not as bad as like like a bad film school movie but right. it's, it's it's bad and you know there's a reason it's bad we just it's got be it's got to be someone just not wanting to be there a lot and them needing to work around it.
2: What's also, I think it suffers from, like, it's not quite dumb enough, I think. Like, it almost reaches this, because there's a lot of zany sound effects, and there's a lot of, like, almost wackiness happening. There was, at the end, there was, like, the one line that was like, wait, he's the bad guy? And it was like, yeah, well, then why are you working for him? And he goes, well, because he paid me really well. You got paid? Like, that, like, that was a glimpse at the... Dumb movie that this could have been that I think would have been more enjoyable, but that doesn't really show up until then.
3: Well, that was something like, because this came out maybe a year or two before the Mortal Kombat movie. That knew exactly what movie it was and executed it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's the thing is, is you get these like weird glimpses like uh, Bison
2: Says Game Over or the control panel is a 6 controller. Button, Like six ar- button. Yeah. arcade controller. That stuff is fun, but you need to make this world ridiculous enough for that stuff to make sense because I think it just reads as – It's a weird choice versus like if this is the world that I don't know, like almost like what they're doing now with Free Guy, with Ryan Reynolds or like just they live in a video game world like and it's ridiculous. I think I think it either needed to be more grounded, which I don't think would have been the right move or more ridiculous. But it's existing in this middle ground
3: of not quite neither grounded enough nor ridiculous enough. Yeah. So it just is very bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't end up being hammy. Or fun. Yeah,
2: yeah it's not it's- fun, but it's also not good. So, like,
3: yeah. You, a- could, you could make a serious movie about, a, you know, a UN force trying to overthrow a drug smuggling dictator. I think that was half of the 80s. Yeah. Well,
2: and also, then you could have done that movie and been like, well, he's he really loves, un, like, he loves fighting. Like, so you're going to go undercover as... A competitor in this big fighting tournament he's having for the glory of his country and then you're going to kill him or something you
3: you could make that movie they did it was called mortal Kombat. yeah right <laughs> yes <laughs> that's not <laughs> and it was called blood sport and, and it was, was called, called it- the big boss well and enter the dragon which and enter the dragon <laughs> yeah, right. and, and kickboxer yeah <laughs> I, and
2: so rocky i think look what we're saying is that the formula and works mighty
1: ducks <laughs> yeah
2: do they kill some of the mighty ducks? <laughs> quack, <laughs> quack,
3: quack, quack. Um, yeah, no, the, the, there, there is a template for this movie that they just didn't do inexplicably, didn't follow.
2: Yeah, make it Die Hard. You're the guy who wrote Die Hard. Just, I'd watch a movie where Jean Claude Van Damme was married to Kylie Minogue and their marriage was falling apart during <laughs> under the backdrop of this
3: Street Fighter tournament. Well, that's another thing is apparently that he that JCVD and Kylie were shacking up the whole movie, too. So that's I mean, fun, th- that's what
2: he says. So, well, I, I'll believe him,
1: but yeah, I don't, like. I mean, he may have thought he was because he was doing a lot of coke, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is and that's this is decent Kylie Minogue because it's in between her two biggest stages. You know, it's like emotion and then can't get you out of my head. Like it's it's at the height of her still. She's desperate enough to think he's a star. So I can believe that this is this is a thing that would have happened passionately. Otherwise, she would have been like, nah.
2: I will say that I I did read that from reports. The crew, very frustrated with Jean-Claude Van Damme, went out of their way to talk about how lovely Kylie Minogue and Raul Julia were to work with. So, like, they were both apparently delightful, so... And and, and Raul Julio was dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah, which we haven't talked about, which I guess we should talk about. Like, Yeah, I mean, this was his last movie that he filmed. The movie's dedicated uh, to him, yep. and yeah, it seemed like, from what I read, he did this because his kids really liked this franchise, and he thought it would be fun, uh, but yeah, he had stomach cancer at the time and was not yep. doing super well, which I think also... Ended up giving another sort of uh, thing that they, you know, had to figure out how to navigate in making it in that he was not, you know, able to do all of the, I think, fight stuff that they thought he would be able to
1: do coming in. He still did a decent job. Let's not run away yet from Blanca, though. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk talk about Blanca. Blanca, which
2: (laughs) I, I never played a lot of Street Fighter, but that was my go to character in street blanca yeah the
1: the math is very flawed on what a hundred percent growth of muscle would be on a man so if carlos blanco went into that machine weighing 160 pounds and he gained a hundred percent mass he would now weigh 320 pounds well clearly he did not weigh 320 pounds and that was a really bad wig and everything about the makeup was awful And they kept doing close-ups on his face, which meant the body was just as bad. Yeah. And I was
2: like, ah. He kind of looked like a kid's homemade... Incredible Hulk from the 70s costume <laughs> Like that he was trying <laughs> to be Lou Ferrigno Yeah, like some kid Had to last minute throw together A Lou
3: Ferrigno <laughs> like Some costume. kid had a bunch of toxic green paint
1: <laughs> yeah. Mom made it for Halloween for school Like, hey, okay, listen, the kids are gonna say something If you don't have this costume at school, so you're gonna wear this And they like, you know what he looked like? Uh, what are the things in the Twilight Zone The That were on the, the face Oh, the pig face episode? Oh, yeah. yeah, That's what he looks like <laughs>
2: Yeah, and just, his his mom sent him to school and was like, look, if it doesn't work out, you just slowly and sadly walk down the street while some piano music <laughs> plays. And I'll come dun, pick dun, you up.
3: Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
2: I'll find you. mommy's No, Which I, man, it, this movie, I would, it would increase an entire star rating for me if they had just leaned into it. And he slowly at the end of the movie was walking down the street while the
3: Incredible <laughs> Hawk music played. I was, or if he just electrocuted somebody by, like, clenching his muscles. That would yeah. have been good, too. Yeah. Because the other thing, like, Street Fighter is not a realistic fighting game. Like, they can shoot fireballs and do crazy stuff and, like, none of that. Well, and it's it's odd to... Except ha- for Bison could shoot electricity, which he can't do in the game. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, it was a strange thing to to have one character... Because he's the green monster character, so he needs to be genetically modified. But to introduce that bit of, like, sci-fi into the movie, but not use it to give other characters their recognizable special powers from the game. Right. Like, just have them all get thrown in there and watch the I Have a Dream speech? Why was the I Have a Dream, like...
1: <laughs> it's not necessarily a, a nice thing. Like yeah. it's, it's it's a powerful moment. Yeah, it's not, a, not the happiest if you really put it in context. But, but also,
2: yeah, just the yeah the choice of like clips of like what he was watching in his clockwork orange.
3: They <laughs> like... just gave him a history lesson, basically.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: Frankenstein throwing the little girl in the lake. <laughs> that's love yeah uh but yeah like
2: just lean it again in the either make it more grounded or more ridiculous like yeah give them all special powers why not it wouldn't
3: have been worse i could no like you just say like in order to combat m bison's magic electrical powers guile we've given you sonic powers and you can go sonic boom yeah why why not and like that's the other thing is another big part of street fighter is like every special move has like a yell that goes along with it whether it's like oh, yeah. hogan yeah. or sonic boom the only uh, the only person that says anything when they do a move is uh kylie minogue does thrust kick
2: yeah <laughs> which feels and like that's... they set her up like it feels like they're... no everyone's gonna do it when they do their move so it won't be oh. weird when when you do it
1: <laughs> like kylie minogue when they breach the the Actual compound does a victory roll where she almost murders a the guy. They have her do her own stunt. Yeah, and she gets on the guy's shoulders and rolls through and drops him on his head and almost breaks his neck. <laughs> that <Yeah>. did happen.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> like, and, but that was the other thing I was reading too when I was reading all this stuff is that in addition to just how chaotic it was, they they didn't give them any time to learn. Like all of the choreography was like day of just. We're gonna shoot this fighting scene. We'll we'll run it a couple times and then yeah, film like it. Yeah,
3: like the Byron Man that played uh, Ryu had to learn a knife fight live. Yeah, the, the, like they so, filmed the rehearsal takes. Yeah. So
2: yeah, which again, I the fact that the fighting wasn't prioritized in this movie was a flaw from the beginning, and especially because you paid all that money for Jean Claude Van Damme and then he doesn't even get a lot of
3: time. To fight people. He does one little hi move, and then that's about it. And but does like the backflip flash kick move once. That's kind of a guile move from the game.
2: But we did get all of the characters recreating the start screen at the very end.
1: At the very <laughs> end. Uh, much needed. Yeah, Car- Carter actually said, he, and he, he got in trouble for it. He goes, Dad, what the hell was that? <laughs> i think i mean i i might have let him slide on that like
2: i did i yeah. totally
1: said you get that one because i don't know why they did that yeah <laughs> and he goes do we need to get the game now and i'm like yeah because i want you to see what the hell that was
2: <laughs> yeah has he seen the game or no like has he ever
1: played? He's seen it and he's played like a little bit of it when we were in um like an arcade in florida a retro arcade in florida but he has never like played played
2: like Were you guys go. any good at Street Fighter? I was, I've
3: was. i never been good at these types of games.
2: Like no, games. not like
1: combos and stuff. Yeah, yeah I no, never I, could like learn...
3: I would like good amongst my friends, but if I played anyone that was actually good, I would no. just yeah. get my stuff wrecked.
2: No, the absolute worst was in arcades when there would be like the guy that was just on the system... And you're like you try to step up and like, OK, I'm going to play. And then it's a five second fight where, you know, he's uh, that's the
3: worst 50 cents I've ever spent. <laughs> I'm going to go play the who, Simpsons game.
1: He, Fine. I'll just know, play NBA Jam by myself. Do you know who wouldn't be good? Raul Julia. If you watched how he touched the console when he was launching his attack on the six button console, he, he delicately rubs the buttons in a way that, you know, he's never pushed a console. He button was dying before. of cancer. Yeah, How dare you? How dare you <laughs> get enough energy to fly through the air? <laughs> Don't tell me that's not real. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> he flew Andy Mac?
2: Also, maybe yeah. that's how the guys were playing the game. I, I never watched how their hands were working. Maybe the people that were really good at it were actually <laughs> yeah, just, just gently caressing, it.
3: caressing the buttons. Yeah. Like a cat. Just yeah, that's, that's, like a can, cat.
2: <laughs> that's actually the secret.
1: Tiger a punch. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I never liked, those, Fire.
2: Games. Fire. I never liked those games. I never liked those games and I never liked them because I was never good at them and so that's why. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. yeah I, like, I would
3: say I was like okay at Street Fighter, but I, I wasn't like I wasn't arcade good for sure. Yeah,
2: I liked Tekken because I think that had the most like button mashing that you could still do stuff. It'd be like triangle triangle X and then that was a move, you know, so worked <laughs> yeah. out better.
1: Nope, I played pinball. That's my thing. And bubble hockey. And bubble hockey. Nice.
3: All right. Do we... Uh, no. oh. I think we I think we hit everything, right? Yeah.
2: I think... Do we want to pivot? Do we want to find some silver linings to this movie?
3: I mean, should we see what the target audience, seven-year-olds in 2021, think about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've kind of... Uh,
2: we've talked about uh, your son a bit. But yeah. Do you want to set this up so you actually um, were kind enough to get his... Silver linings, if you want to tee this yeah, up a little bit. get the co-star of
3: Potato Salad Marmalade <laughs> to give some silver linings.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so my my son, seven-year-old son Carter, is the co-host of Potato Salad Marmalade with me, and what we did, we watched Street Fighter together, and generally the idea is these are maligned movies, and it turned out that he did not have the reaction that I anticipated. Uh, <laughs> so, Did you think uh, he wouldn't like it, or what... I thought he would watch it and tell me it was stupid and not be interested. That is not what happened. Uh, He turned to me and said a lot of words that I had to tell him not to say again. Um, (laughs) Some of them I say, snip out of your head. Uh, That's what I say when I'm like, don't say that word. And then he'll say it again. You know, (laughs) like, hey, you're a naughty boy. And uh, But yeah, so this was what we did uh, was we sat down and I just got a couple points of his, what he liked most about Street Fighter.
0: All right. Hi, I'm Carter from Potato Salad Marmalade. And here are my good thoughts about Street Fighter, a movie based on Street Fighter 2. Number one, hand combat and gun combat. It's like war and pretty much just people fighting, which is pretty much what it is. Number two, action. It's just all straight up amazing. From Guile versus Bison to Honda versus Geef, these fights are out of control. Number three, there's literally no kissing. So if you like romance movies, probably Street Fighter is not a good one for you. Number four, It's super amazing. Number five. Ken and Ryu, or Ryu, depends on how you pronounce it. I pronounce it Ryu because I feel like it's just Ryu, not Ryu. Ken and Ryu always use the super moves in their final battle in Street Fighter. Number six. Sean claude Van Dam. I've never seen him in a movie before, but he's pretty amazing. Yep, he's very amazing. Basically, he's a Belgian ninja. Even though I have no idea what a Belgian ninja is. Thanks for having me on, Joel and Andy. Bye.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you, Carter. No, that was... Oh, thank that you, was you so much, Carter. That was amazing. I It kind of – there was like a little almost like Reading Rainbow quality at some point. Like I felt like there's book reports. But you to... don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, that was – great. I almost feel like we should just call it there. Like I don't think we're going to improve upon that.
1: <laughs> Canned and gun combat. Wow. I was like, oh my god. And the thing is I have to sit here literally maybe in my at my desk 3 feet from him and i'm trying not to laugh while he's doing it but i'm used to it i'm like mm-hmm. okay yeah that's very mature okay let me stop let me stop that take yep good one carter mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> do we have we said how old he is i don't know if we've like seen yeah, he's 7 he's 7 yeah no but it's yeah. No, that is so great. And that yeah, so your whole show is that. If you enjoyed that, that's potato salad
1: marmalade. <laughs> like essentially. With a few other characters and yes, fun discussions. Yeah, we're on summer hiatus right now, which is nice. Like daddy gets a break from editing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um <sighs>
3: I mean, we probably should call it there, but I, I do want to talk. I think Raúl Julia is the silver lining of this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great. He's
2: great. Like the that for me, it was a Tuesday scene. It's legit, oh, so good. Good.
3: Yeah, it's great. No, he's so good. Yeah, and he 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 is in the movie that we wish this movie was. Yeah,
2: effortlessly. But I actually I had a moment, and I'm not kidding. Where at the end when he flew up. And he's, like, flying and he's shooting the electricity. And he said something, and I don't remember what the line was. I forgot that we were supposed to be rooting against him. And I was just hoping for him to knock out Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, legitimately. Because it was so epic, just him, like, flying up into the shot and... Just talking yeah. trash. That I thought that was like the knockout line that he was about to win, and then I was like, "Oh wait, wait, no! Of course, Jean Claude Van Damme is gonna kick him out of the air because that's what's I'm supposed to want to happen." But no, I I kind of ended up rooting for for Bison.
3: Yeah,
1: the uh, the the flying the his shoes turned on with the light up magnetic <laughs> bottoms. Um, it, it's like a Vader moment. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, this is this is cool. This is what I wanted the whole time. You know, like, take this character seriously, because M. Bison is a character in the video games. You hate him because he's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. And when they announced Raul Julia to play him when we were younger, you're like, oh, God, how is how is he going to do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like right, he was good. Gomez Adams. It's Gomez. And uh, so physically they found a way to make it realistic. And then he takes it seriously. Like, he is the most serious thing in this entire movie. And it's likable um, as far as his performance, not him as a person in, in the role. Uh, and, and then, like you said, like what you rolled at the at the top, like you're, you can't help but be like, yes, that's what this needed to be the whole time. Plus fighting in the streets. Right.
2: Yeah. But he's doing every. Yeah. He's 100 percent doing what what needed to be done. In this movie. Also, now realizing both of our 1994 superhero movies had special metallic shoes that either made you jump high or fly. I don't know what was going on in
3: 94. Just like in all the video games that have ever been released. Right.
1: You don't have shoes like that? I got them in 94. They came uh, out. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. My my parents. Maybe if they had
2: made
3: like an off-brand like they
1: were, if there were a British
3: Knights version,
2: maybe yeah. I would have had them. That's but. what
1: they were.
3: British Knights.
1: BK's <laughs> BK Carl BK Malone, Malone version.
2: <laughs> uh, well, hey, since we're since we're doing more, uh, I always want to give a, a shout out to uh Peter Tua Sisopo, uh if I said that correctly, but the guy who played e Honda, I've been a huge fan. Yeah, of I that like actor, him a lot too. yeah, he pops up in a lot of stuff. He's in uh, one of the best movies of all time that we should do on the show called Necessary Roughness, and I love him in that. Uh, but no, he—I enjoyed him in this as well. Uh, they, very bizarre that they did a kaiju battle scene with him.
1: Right? Yeah, and they gave the sound effect like when yeah, did they did. The Carter yeah. Carter goes, Dad. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, That's not fair. He's fat. That's not cool. No, I mean, yeah, that's. Oh no, he didn't say fat. He said chubby. He said he's chubby. <laughs> that's not cool. I also,
2: I legit, I really did enjoy the scene where they were trying to torture him and he didn't
3: care. And he just sucked it up. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was that's awesome. No, so that was another scene. Like that was the that was the movie. This should have been if it was more scenes like that. More yeah. Raul Julia
1: being like, for me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. The, joke, the joke in the torture scene was really good, too. And he's like, hey, I need a hand. And he's like, hey, if we're in here another month or so. <laughs> yeah,
2: he, I, I actually did think that landed because, yeah, he was like, we've only been in here two hours. Like, we'll check back with hours. me. <laughs> yeah,
1: give yeah. back to me. We've been here a month. You're like, oh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. We know I'm, your
2: limits. I'm surprised Capcom didn't, <laughs>
1: didn't have Capcom issues. missed it. Yeah.
2: They were too busy, like, checking. Wait, are these accurate? Is that? Hold on. Is he wearing is that the, the, c- the pants? Is it the, the correct
3: <laughs> barrel? <laughs> yeah
2: is that the whip from the game that they're whipping him with that's it
3: yeah uh i'm a ming na wen fan too yes. yes
2: no the other person that i would say i did truly enjoy in this movie uh yeah no she did really and she's the other person in that scene that's the best scene right. in the movie
3: yeah no i i i like her i think I wouldn't call this her best work, but she does have fond memories of this movie. So I think that's kind of nice. You don't think this is better than ER? Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she worked I a mean, lot it's harder. I mean, definitely better than ER. I thought we could all agree that <laughs> it was superior to ER. Yeah. It's well, no Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though. Right. right. <laughs>
1: Much better than Mandalorian.
3: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, clearly it's she no like single guy.
2: <laughs> But yeah, clearly she likes doing action stuff and, you know, she, she is good at it when given good choreography.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just didn't like the red. Sorry to be a downer. Um, Yeah, Yeah, she's really good. And she did despite, you know, she did the buns, but I I like that they did the touch for her in the little date scene, which is weird because they didn't really make it one. They did that creepy dictator wants a young, like concubine type scene. Um. But uh, yeah, like she's really, really good through the whole thing, with the exception of that weird circus. But even still, then, you know, it was really good. She was awesome.
2: How's it? Now I'm wondering was was James Gunn's The Suicide Squad influenced by that scene? Like, I don't <laughs> know if both of you guys have seen it. Uh, you know, I won't, yeah, yeah. I won't do spoilers, but. Uh... There's a scene where Harley Quinn is wearing a red dress while a dictator is trying <laughs> to, like, Excuse woo sir. her. I, I almost wonder if uh, James Gunn filed away Street Fighter somewhere.
3: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I mean, in all the promotional material, you know, it was inspired by the Dirty Dozen and Street Fighter. <laughs>
2: yeah, from the beautiful, twisted mind of avid gamer James Gunn.
1: <laughs> Everyone assumed that they were talking about Sonny Chiba, but nope, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's
3: D'Souza, baby. <laughs>
1: Turns out they're best friends. He just didn't want you to know. <laughs> All
2: right. Do we do we have any others?
3: I mean, that was I I mean, I think I think we've reached pretty far to get these. I think Carter's feedback is as much a silver lining as anything. I mean there was no kissing. And that's
2: that no true. kissing.
1: Yeah.
3: So I think that is my favorite. <laughs> and
1: and but there is clear chemistry between jcbd and kylie minogue when he lifted her chin and saw those tears that she got from the tear gas so also
2: man we're in the silver linings part but we have not at all talked about what a creep his character is like consistently all throughout this movie all the way until the end when Chung Lee, like, asks for an interview because they've just been through oh, this yeah. situation together. And he's like, only if you wear that outfit. Like, he's so a I,
3: straight up creep this whole movie. No wonder we were rooting for Bison in the end. <laughs> way
2: more respectful. He put her in the dress, but way he, more respectful. Well, he, he didn't personally put her in it. He well, yeah, said, he I'd he like, you to, the, yeah, yeah, I'd like you to wear this. So, yeah, he gave her the Yeah, I'd like you to wear this.
1: Whereas JCVD, we can believe the Guile... <laughs> Would actually be like you're putting this on. Right, and I'm helping.
3: He—that's literally what he said. He was like, "I won't do the interview unless, like... unless you're wearing this dress that is clearly a trauma memory for you going forward." <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We also didn't talk about bison bucks. You know, now's your chance. You. I I, I don't I, like. I thought that was funny, and I thought that. When DJ got away, when he thought he got the money, and it was just a bunch of bison bucks, like that was good.
2: Yeah, I did good also game. enjoy you got paid. I have to admit, it's an easy yeah. joke, but I, that amused me. <laughs>
3: like, I, so, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I'm going this is deep a bad into movie the... with no kissing. Yeah,
1: well, that's the best part.
3: You had your and shot. One of the at best it. parts and the Belgian ninja Jean-Claude Van Damme
1: <laughs> there is there is a world where a take exists of JCVD giving the kiss to Kylie Minogue and it just happens at the end and everyone around is forced to clap and woo and they're like woo Uncomfortably, their eighty sitcom wooing. Do you think
2: maybe they had a, a like seven year olds focus group, and that that's what, that got cut from the yeah. feedback of like, look, so we like, ew, we will all sign off on this movie and say it's great, but no kissing, like no kissing. Got-
1: <laughs> the original original take, he also said no hugging, but I said there's already hugs, and he's like, oh yeah, hugs are okay, friends hug. <laughs> Friends do hug,
2: <laughs> I mean, I can think of no better way to, to, than reminding everyone that friends hug, uh and yeah, listen to potato salad marmalade uh when you get when are you guys returning uh two weeks in two weeks, two uh, weeks. well two weeks think, friday well th- we're recording this in advance. you might be back by the time okay.
1: probably be, we'll, uh,
2: but yeah, check it. it's on the peak slot network also uh what's the best way if people want to find it directly?
1: Potato salad marmalade.com
2: Potato salad, marmalade.com but yeah check it, it out it is it is a fun and adorable show um and yeah thanks so much for doing this man this is a lot of fun
1: no thank you and
3: next time i see you i'll give you a hug because friends hug friends hug
0: silver linings playback is a production of hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show
3: please rate or review it on apple podcasts hear more great shows on the peak
1: sloth podcast network like this one hey guys it's sean
0: and carter
1: from potato salad marmalade aid 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 potato salad marmalade another podcast here on the peak sloth network check it out